Okay, welcome to the Clark and Miller English Podcast. Good to have you back. Welcome back. And if you're new, uh, yeah, welcome. Good to have you all here. I think I'm getting into a bit of a routine with that introduction, but I quite like it. I quite like it. I might stick with it. If you hate it, <laughs> let me know. Send me an email at gabriel at clarkandmiller.com. Yeah, so um, today we're going to look at uh, conversations in English, which is obviously an incredibly big category. But um, yeah, today we're going to look at three main parts of a conversation. How to start them, how to keep them going, which is the tricky bit, but I've got loads of tips for you for that, and how to end it, because sometimes you just want to leave and just go and talk to someone else. Um, and yeah, we're going to look at some tips on um, phrases to use for doing those things. So yeah, let's get started. Uh, great to have you here. I'm going to give you the usual thing before we start. Send me an email if you want to talk about any of these topics, gabriel at clarkandmiller.com. Go to clarkandmiller.com and check out loads of free stuff. We've got loads of free um, blog posts. Um, we've got uh, lessons you can get. We've got a couple of free books. We've got a book you can buy. Go and check it out. Have a good explore around. But yeah, okay, I won't keep you from the content of this lovely podcast. Um, here we go. Conversations in English. Okay, conversations in English. Sometimes they're difficult to start. Sometimes you can start a conversation in English, but then it sort of dies. And sometimes they're difficult to finish. And obviously, this doesn't just apply to English. This could be in your own language, too. I mean, conversation skills are exactly that. They're a skill. Um, so, you know, I've been teaching for a long time. I have to... Some, sometimes in my teaching career, I've just been put into a classroom with no warning. And there's like 20 people there. And like my boss has just said, okay, conversation class, start. No preparation. So, you know... I've developed these skills over the time. Um, and, you know, it's actually quite easy. Um, follow these steps and you'll you'll be able to be like a master of conversational skills, hopefully, <laughs> by the end. Um, so, yeah, let's start with beginning a conversation or breaking the ice. Um, have you ever been in one of those situations when you've been at a party or some sort of social gathering or professional uh, gathering and somebody, your, your friend, let's say, Kelly, your friend Kelly introduces you to someone and says, oh, okay, you should meet, you should meet Ryan. Ryan's a really nice guy. And then she decides to leave immediately. And you and Ryan are just standing there looking at each other with terror in your eyes because neither of you really knows how to get a conversation going. It's happened to me lots of times. It's not nice. And also Kelly is not a good friend for walking away and leaving two strangers alone together who are expected to have a conversation. So how do you save this situation? Well, the classic thing to do is to talk about something related to the situation you're in. What you say in, a, in any conversation obviously depends very much on where you are, whether you're on a bus or at a party or skydiving miles above ground or um, digging a tunnel to escape a prison. So, you know, if you're skydiving, 
and you say, oh, you're talking to someone else who's skydiving and you say, oh, the food's great here, isn't it? That would not be appropriate. If you're digging a tunnel like a mile underground and you say, oh, what a nice view. Obviously, that's not appropriate. So <laughs> there's not a classic expression for every situation, but there are some basic phrases you can use no matter what the situation is. So one of them, the first one, is you can talk about how nice things are. When you don't know someone, it's always good to talk about the positive things. Um, the phrase here is, that's a nice... Da -da 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 -da. Um, it's pretty simple. Just point at something and say, that's a nice... You know, it could, it could be someone's hairstyle. That's a nice hairstyle. Or it could be a painting. That's a nice painting. Or a giraffe. That's a nice giraffe. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, point at something and say, that's a nice. It works surprisingly well because <laughs> I know it's so simple, but people agree and uh, you can generate some conversation from that. Hopefully they'll respond with uh, something interesting about the thing you're pointing at. Um, yeah, okay, but the second, the second tip in this uh, in this situation, starting a conversation, is basically just find out about the the person you know. So you know, if somebody introduced you and walked off like Kelly did, ask about Kelly. Um, so you know, most of the time when you're meeting someone new and you're in this awkward situation, you both know someone, right? If you're at a party or at work or whatever, so you can say, you know, how did you meet Kelly or what do you think about Ryan or whoever whoever you're thinking of? Um, just start finding something in common and often that that thing is a person and people are good to talk about other people people like talking about people so do that uh the third tip here and this is really it's probably the most valuable one uh, it's really simple as well but just ask questions bombard um the other person with questions people like talking about themselves um after like, what, God, how long have I been teaching? It's crazy. 16 years of teaching and working with thousands, I guess, um, thousands of people. I found that everybody is fascinating in some way, even if it doesn't seem like it at first. Some people just seem like they're boring people and that there's nothing you can do about it. But everybody has something interesting somewhere, even if it's buried under, under, underneath lots of dull things um yeah and you can make it a sort of mission you can kind of gamify it make it into a game to um find out what the interesting thing is about the person you're talking to and the way to do that well <clears throat> just ask lots and lots and lots of questions uh, i usually find out what makes people interesting with some classic go-to questions i'm going to give them to you now so these are the questions that pretty much work all the time. Uh, they don't always generate conversation, but they definitely get an answer. Uh, what's your job is a good one. Obviously, don't ask that if you're at a, some sort of work party or something because everybody is knows each other's job, probably. Um, but you can, you know, ask about what they do in the job. Um, what do you do at the weekend? 
cliche, absolutely typical question, but it's a cliche. It's a typical question for a reason because people like asking it and people like talking about it. So ask it. Have you traveled much? Uh, which place did you enjoy the most? Why? You know, travel is a really interesting conversation. When you've been to other countries, other cities, other parts of the world, um, you know, usually it's an interesting experience and you can talk about that. Uh, what's your dream job uh, is always a good one. People like talking about their dream job. Um, yeah, just ask it. You'd be surprised by how many interesting kind of answers you can get sometimes. Um, and also, you know, if you feel confident enough, you can also ask, uh, you know, you know, where do you see yourself in five years time? If that person seems relaxed and open, um, that's a good one too. People like talking about their future plans. I guess these days the future is quite uncertain, so it's understandable if you might want to avoid that question right now. But there will be a time for that question again, I'm sure. Right, yeah, the middle of a conversation. So this is a tricky bit. So breaking the ice, you know, getting to know someone, that's, that's fairly, fairly straightforward. There are just, you know, classic phrases that you can just use. But the middle, keeping the conversation alive, you know, when, when the conversation sort of dies, how, how can you get it going again? So, yeah, have you ever really thought about how complex how com, com ah, i can't speak today i can't i can't explain a complicated thing how complicated and how complex a conversation can be um as i've pointed out before uh in the blog and in other podcasts conversations in films and on tv are completely different from conversations in the real world for example, here's a scripted conversation I found on YouTube. It's actually for English learners. Um, take a listen to this and see what you think is quite unnatural about it. Here we go. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? I'm fine, thank you. Where are you from? I come from England. You come from England? Do you like Manchester United? Um, I don't like football. Oh, you don't like football. Hmm. I see. Why did you come here? I came for vacation. You came for vacation? Are you having fun? Yes, I'm having a great time. Okay, so <laughs> that didn't feel very natural, right? In this conversation, one person says something, then the other person says something. Then the first person says something. Then the other person responds. And it's totally unnatural. Okay, so it's quite clear to see the issue there. It's not very realistic. This is not the sort of conversation we usually have in the real world. Now, uh, listen to this conversation. You're so confident. <laughs> Wait, Jacob, just fucking I, I know, I know, I know reasons park in Where are we? Where are we? I'm We're not Queens drunk. Mary's, no, I'm not. Queens Mary's Gardens. But he is. Um, you see, I didn't, I didn't even have to read this. <laughs> okay. Just call me when you're in the park. Right now, we are... Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Oh, That's you're fun. That was fun. Queen Mary's Gardens. What's this? I like wetland area. Okay. See the difference? 
When I was uh, studying linguistics uh, at university, I learned an interesting thing about language. Language has two main purposes. One of the purposes is simply to request or give information. For example, my dog is massive. Okay, you're giving someone some information about your dog and how massive it is. Uh, why is that giraffe in your house? This is, this is a request uh, for information. You want to know why the giraffe is in that person's house. Really, actually, you know what? I, I, I saw a giraffe in someone's house once. I was walking to the station from my parents' house and I walked past this big sort of house, building. It was a sort of house, but it had loads of stuff on the walls, like paintings. And, and I, 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 I swear I saw a giraffe. I mean, it was probably a stuffed giraffe, not a living one, but there was a giraffe in that room, I swear. I never saw it again. I passed that house loads of times and I never saw it again. But believe me, it happens. Anyway, if I meet the owner of that, I can request information from him and say, why is that giraffe in your house? But another purpose of language is not just to give or uh, request information, but it's to create a, a bond, a strong relationship between the people talking. So I'm going to play you another clip from a classic uh, British sitcom from the 1970s, probably the most, maybe the most popular British sitcom of all time, called Forty Towers. And listen to this. It's, it's, it's a woman on the phone, so you only get one half of the conversation. But what's happening? Is there any giving or receiving of information or requesting of information from her side of the conversation? Oh, I know. Exactly. I know you have. I know. I know. Oh, I know. Are you going to go like that all night? I know. Oh, I know. You've no idea. Oh, I know. It was pitch black in there with its hand. Oh, I know. A man is a man, Mrs. Faulty. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Okay, so some of them were on the phone, some of them weren't. That was a collage. But you get the idea, right? She's not really telling, you know, she's not saying, I know, to tell the other person that she knows. She's being sympathetic. She's trying to make the other person feel listened to, uh, to tell them that she's there for them, that she's listening, that she's relating to them. There's no information going on. It's just a sort of bonding experience. So what does that mean? Well, it means that you can talk about whatever you like and learn new and wonderful things from the person you're talking to. But there are also a few strategies to build the bond, to build this relationship. And here they are. I've got some like five basic things you should do if you want to build a relationship with someone in a conversation. One, show interest. Two, agree. Three, develop ideas. Four, change topic. And five, resolve awkward moments. So we'll look at these one by one, obviously. The conversation is up to you. I don't want to tell you what to talk about. This is, you could, there are a million subjects in the world. You can talk about anything, but these strategies can help you uh, sort of keep the conversation going and build a relationship with the person you're talking to and help you direct the conversation. 
So let's go one by one. Okay, first of all, showing interest. You can use certain phrases to show interest in what the other person says. And this really keeps the conversation alive. And here, here are some good, good examples, little phrases to keep the conversation going while you're listening to the other person. No way. Seriously. I don't believe you. Really? Whoa. No. Things like that, you know, almost expressing surprise because that keeps the other person going, motivates the other person to keep speaking. Uh, you can also use phrases like did he or was it or have they to show interest. Um, you form these by uh, taking the auxiliary verb and adding the pronoun. So, for example, dogs can sing, can they? My brother used to work for Arnold Schwarzenegger, did he? Um, and then he fell into the pool with his pet snake, did he? Um, I did a little episode, uh, two episodes ago, I think, on using auxiliaries. And um, if you want to dive into the world of auxiliaries and how to use them like this, check out that podcast. Um, okay, also agreeing. Agreeing is another great way to uh, keep everything flowing and tighten the bond between the speakers. Uh, you can show agreement with uh, what the other person is saying in various ways. Everyone likes to be agreed with. And when everyone's happy, the conversation is a good conversation. Uh, I'm not saying you should agree with things you don't necessarily disagree with. I'm just saying when you agree, express it, because it, it really strengthens the conversation. Here are some basic phrases for agreeing. Totally. Yep. For sure. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. These are just some examples. I'm not saying they're better than other ones. And some of these are quite cultural as well. So, you know, this is something for you to navigate and something to get you started with. But sh showing agreement in ways like this is a good way to get, get the conversation flowing and uh, build a relationship with the person you're talking to. Developing ideas. When someone says something interesting, there are phrases you can use to show that you liked their idea so you can talk more about them. So uh, you can say something like, speaking of, blah, blah, blah. So somebody's talking about their, um, their uh, someone's talking about a great time they had um, jumping out of a plane and skydiving. Let's use an extreme example, because extreme examples are fun. And you can say, ah, yeah, speaking of uh, frightening situations, I went bungee jumping last month. Or they're talking about uh, this really nice dish that uh, they tried when they were in Ethiopia. Ethiopian food's fantastic. I recommend it, by the way. Um, and you can say, yeah, yeah, speaking of uh, bean-based dishes, have you tried blah, blah, blah? So it's a good way to sort of develop the ideas and stay on topic. Um, you can also say something like, that reminds me of the time. So you can say, yeah, that reminds me of the time I went uh, bungee jumping. Or that reminds me of the time I tried uh, this crazy bean dish from uh, uh, Outer Mongolia. Whatever it is that you're developing. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of, and that reminds me of the time. It, it brings the... It brings development to the conversation, but sticks on topic. You can also change the topic too, if you like. 
Perhaps you want to talk about something other than the price of washing machines in the Manchester area in the 1980s, because maybe that's what Ryan is talking about and has been talking about for the last couple of minutes. Don't be afraid to change the com- change the topic. If it's boring, you know, sometimes when people are being boring, they realize they're being boring and they can't stop because they've started. So you can <laughs> sometimes it's really helping them out if you change the topic. So, yeah, uh, you can say, by the way, and then you can just <laughs> totally talk about something else. So Ryan's talking about the price of washing machines in the Manchester area in the 1980s. And you can say, oh, yeah, by the way, I went to Manchester last year. And then talk about something that's not washing machines or a, a bit off topic, a bit off topic. But I've been really getting into rowing recently. Yeah, boat rowing, you know, on the river, whatever it is, just change the topic if he's talking about washing machines. It's everyone's duty to do something like that when Ryan talks about washing machines. But yeah, the phrases are, by the way, and a bit off topic, but... Um, Sometimes you get uh, awkward moments, so you need to resolve them. Sometimes you both speak at the same time, then pause at the same time, then speak at the same time again. You know what I mean, right? When you... Oh, oh, this is a little bit... And you're trying to start, and you're both trying to start at the same time, then you're giving giving the floor to the other person at the same time you get the same thing with doors sometimes you know you first no you first no you first and then you both try to go and it's like okay you first um yeah or uh, on the phone when it's you hang up no you hang up no you hang yeah um so resolve that awkward cycle um here are three ways to let the other person speak first so three phrases here first one Sorry, go on. That's sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. Second one. No, you first. That's it. No, you first. And the third one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, If you say this, yeah, don't be afraid to say these uh, quite strongly because, you know, you're being polite. You're helping the other person out. So uh, let them go. Finally, okay, So we've looked at how to start a conversation, breaking the ice, how to keep a conversation alive, um, the tricky part. What about ending the conversation, breaking it up? Uh, You reach the end of your conversation. You want to go and tell Kelly that she shouldn't leave you with strangers again, but then forgive her because you've just met a wonderful person. Um, Or you just want to go and like get another drink or you just want to talk to someone else because, you know, you can't talk to the same person all, all party, right? Unless you're one of those people. I'm like that sometimes. I find someone I like and I just stick with them for the whole party. But, you know, maybe you want to walk around a bit more, meet some more people. Uh, So here are some good phrases. Uh, Here's one. Okay, got got a run, was great talking to you. That's okay, got a run. Got a run is like, I've got to run, I have to run. Got a run, was great talking to you. Or uh, you... You can also uh, make it about them. Uh, you can also say, okay, I'm going to leave, leave you to it. I'm going to leave you to it. I'm going to leave you to it. What's it? It doesn't matter. It's just a phrase. I'm going to leave you to it. Nice talking to you. It was great talking to you. Something like that. Or you can do what I do. If you tell a terrible joke, they won't want to talk to you. And they'll probably just go anyway. Here are some of my backup jokes for situations when you just can't get out of a conversation. All right, question. 
Why can't the Tyrannosaurus Rex play the guitar? Answer. Because it is dead. Terrible, right? Awful. Dreadful joke. Might work. Might work. Uh, Okay, what about this one? Question. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? What's orange and sounds like a parrot? Answer. A carrot. (laughs) It's just ridiculously bad very bad joke um so yeah um yeah jokes are good to try and kill a conversation if it just won't die and you want it to die uh okay so there we have it um ways of starting ways of keeping and ways of finishing a conversation these are not the only ways of doing these things these are just my 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 tips my advice um and uh, yeah, I hope they really help you out. Um, if you have any other strategies or, or ideas about um, finishing a conversation, uh, do let me know. Uh, send me an email, gabriel at clarkandmiller.com. Um, yeah, and also, um, if you've got any bad jokes, as you know, I really like bad jokes. If you have any bad jokes, tell me, tell me, tell me. I, I want to collect them. And maybe I will tell your bad joke on the next episode of the podcast. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. But meanwhile, yeah, have a great day. Um, Thanks for listening. That was fun. Nice short one this time. All right, take care. 